Hey, this is Lula Manderson and welcome to the Sneeman Podcast. Really hope you're doing good. I'm doing well. Yeah, so today's topic is going to be quite interesting, something a bit different from what I usually do. So earlier on today, I was on Twitter space and they were having a debate about immigration. Maybe if you don't know, in fact, every country has a problem with immigration. <laughs> so South Africa is experiencing a lot of um, immigration problems, especially because, you know, in Africa, there are a lot of civil wars. So many countries, you know, that destitute and all of that. So a lot of people uh, try to seek for opportunities in South Africa. So uh, there's a um, movement that they're pushing called Operation Dudula, the Operation uh, what it does, uh, Dudula means eradicate, right? So they're getting rid of uh, every immigrant, illegal immigrant, rather, let me say. So every illegal immigrant, so that's the mo movement they're pushing. So my point was, you cannot um, attack or tackle illegal immigration without tackling the problem with white supremacy, right? Because white supremacy is the biggest problem we have in the world. And People tend to forget that most of the civil wars in Africa are due to white supremacy. And if you are unable to handle that white supremacy, it means people from other countries will come into your country. If your country is doing well off and South Africa would say, you know, according to normal standards or African standards rather, it's doing really well. So you find a situation whereby a lot of illegal immigrants come to South Africa and it's causing a lot of problems because now obviously the crime rate will go up. Um, you know, the craziest crimes that most South Africans had never seen before, you know, cable theft. Uh, I don't want to say the R word, <laughs> but you know what I mean. But uh, there are a lot of crimes that are happening. So South Africans are saying, why are these crimes happening? In fact, they're not, not even asking themselves that question. Is that, okay, these crimes are happening and we need to deal with this problem. So my point is, okay, we can get rid of all the immigrants. But what about all the African countries where bad things are happening? Because you can check Congo right now. There's a civil war and obviously you know what they're fighting for. The cobalt. So there's a civil war, and every civil war, as I've told you, has been orchestrated by the white supremacists. Because every phone that you are using, every laptop, they use the cobalt to make those laptops. There's a, a certain component they, they need. So they mine the cobalt in the Congo. So the Congolese are immigrating from their country and going to other countries because there's a civil war. So even if we do have stringent uh, border policies, right? When someone is hungry and is desperate, they will find a way to come into the country. I mean, even in the U.S., <laughs> here's the funny thing. In the United States of America, most immigrants that go into America are not illegal. They go there with a passport. <laughs> That's the funny thing. So a person takes an aeroplane, maybe from Mexico, whatever country they are from, goes to America, and when their visa expires, they don't go home. They just stay. <laughs> so they're not really crossing the border. So most of their immigrants actually take an airplane, go to America, their visa expires, and they stay in America. And, you know, they will figure out what happens from there. So even if in South Africa, right, we have the strongest border policies, because the rest of Africa, things are going so bad and, you know, people are leaving their homes, they will still find a way to come into the country. So my point is, we cannot tackle illegal immigration 
without actually taking, tackling the problem of white supremacy. Like they go hand in hand because everything that happens in Africa due to white supremacy, the people that are going to be destitute, they're going to come into the country, right? They're going to come into South Africa. But obviously some people won't see it in that way because the arguments that were put forth were, were like, okay, these guys are horrible, they're terrible. Okay, no one really confronted me on the white supremacy issue because uh, it, it wasn't really the main topic of the um of the space so <laughs> they never really got into the crux of really debating me it was going down and they were like no let's just stop the topic so no one got really to got to the point of debunking what i was saying no one really debunked me because they were talking about okay these people are criminals blah, 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 but they didn't really debunk the fact that white supremacy is the fact that causes all the illegal immigrants in africa to actually come into south africa but Anyways, that's the way it is, because even in America, right, they'll tell you, okay, are all these Ill illegal immigrants, America is the reason all these illegal immigrants are coming into the country because, oh man, <laughs> think about all the bad things that America has done to Mexico, Panama, I, I mean, like the Clintons were sponsoring all sorts of deals uh, in, in Cuba, doing all sorts, of, all sorts of things, so you can know the South American countries they're doing bad. Even Venezuela, man, like, check Venezuela. Things are going bad because there's a civil war in Venezuela, right? They wanted a democratically elected president. And if you hear the word dictator and Americans are saying those people are a dictator or that person is a dictator, just know, <laughs> just know from there that everything uh, that they're about to say is a lie. That, that, that's the matrix that I use to actually determine if a person is actually a dictator or not. If the West says someone is a dictator, I'm like, okay, let me just look into it, this a bit closely. But you know what's the funny thing? Putin was a bit smart. He, he didn't take the route of being called a dictator because when you're a dictator, obviously, you want to rule in perpetuity, right? You don't want to uh, anyone to hold elections and anyone to vote. So Putin, what he did, right, uh, he served his two terms and then he got his friend, to get to be elected into the presidency. So still he was pulling the strings. So that guy got into the presidency for one term and Putin got elected again for two more terms. I'm not sure if he's on his first or second term, but I'm assuming he's on his second term. But I doubt if Putin is going to go out of power now. Like there's no way they're going to outvote him, even if it's after four years. Like, man, there's a war happening. So how are you going to hold elections while there's a war? You will just tell you, no, we can't hold elections. We are in the middle of a war. And um, not to diverge from the main topic too much, right? But um, I was thinking the other day that uh, war is inevitable. <laughs> I, it came to my thought again, because think about it. Do you think Putin will just leave Ukraine and, you know, just leave it and say, oh, okay, we are defeated. Oh. In fact, they were not even defeated because they just have to maintain the war for as long as possible. Because right now, right, obviously the West, uh, they're supplying um, weapons to Ukraine, so the war will continue for as long as possible. And on the, on the other side, obviously, China is busy doing its whole thing. They want to invade Taiwan. And obviously, I do think these two countries are planning this whole thing. So I don't think the war is something we can stop. It's, it's just inevitable. It's only a matter of time. It can take five years, ten years, but it's inevitable for it to happen. So back to the immigration problem. <laughs> So, yeah, man, uh, illegal immigration, um, 
you know, it's a, it's a topic that most people that are very concerned about. And most South Africans, it's a very big problem for them. And it's very hard for them to hear a person saying that, oh, no, we have to take white supremacy. Because most South Africans, when you talk about white supremacy, it's something they cannot really comprehend at most of the time. Because the person that they see that's really violating their rights is the immigrant that maybe uh, raped or stole or killed someone that they know. Because, as I said, there are not that many white people in South Africa. So for a black person to really interact with a white person would be in a situation whereby it's a boss and employee kind of relationship. I've said it myself. The only time that I've interacted with, uh, with a white person, I can count those instances in my hand. The only time that I, the other time I remember I was super young. I was at the home affairs, you know, <laughs> and I was very young. Me, I was like, six years and then my boss obviously and other interactions i can't even remember <laughs> i can't even remember because most south africans if they're unemployed they'll probably never even interact with a white person for the rest of their lives that's the way it is so when you tell a person about white supremacy it's something that they cannot really comprehend they don't even know what you're talking about white supremacy. there's no white supremacy here what are you talking about so I can make practical examples, you know, uh, in South Africa, an employee, a black employee and a white employee, they, they don't get paid the same amount. Yeah, no matter what job, qualifications, whatever. In fact, um, a white employee can have the lowest qualifications but be your boss. It's very common. Someone who doesn't, who never even finished high school can be your boss, which to some extent it is understandable because in some instances you might find that uh, maybe the uncle's company, it's their father's company, but there's always favoritism towards your own kind right so white people have favoritism towards other white people they don't want to see uh, you know another white person being a subordinate to another black person you know because you have to maintain that white supremacy right white people are superior that's why you find nowadays uh, every sickness they try to tie to africa so <laughs> there's no white face for sickness trust me you'll never find a white face for a sickness like oh, okay this sickness is usually in europe uh, the sick in europe is this kind of sickness they have their own european ebola you know it never happens you'll never hear of something like that but oh yes monkeypox oh yeah man yo it comes from africa right the monkeys right yeah <laughs> So yeah, because I was reading this other article, I know I don't know if uh, it's right or wrong, but they're saying, oh, oh, the first case um, is from a Nigerian guy who went to England, and when he got to England, he infected a couple of people, but in Nigeria there are no cases of monkeypox. Now, where's the sense in that? <laughs> where's the sense in that? You get what I mean? So Africa, unfortunately, is the face for hunger, and that's the funny thing, cause. Um, Historians have always said that when they go to Africa, the one thing uh, they all agreed on was Africans were very healthy, like which is understandable because in Africa we had all the herbs and spices, anything that you need to actually live a healthy life. You know, you could pick fruits while walking on the street. It was really nice. So uh, we're never really a historically sick people, but nowadays every sickness is tied to to South Africa. And to Africa, I mean, if maybe uh, the coronavirus was a black person who went to China and contracted the coronavirus, oh my God, <laughs> oh my God, the the sanctions that we, were, we would have gotten in Africa, oh my God, 
man, they would have closed down the whole of Africa. I'm telling you, like, if coronavirus started in Africa, uh, we're told, like, they would close down the whole of Africa. We wouldn't have gone anywhere, like, closed down, like, super locked down. Africans wouldn't be allowed to go anywhere, even to this day. Like, they'll tell you, oh, you're from Africa. No, Ben. In fact, maybe for the next 10 years, Africans wouldn't be able to travel anywhere because we would be labeled as the people who brought in coronavirus, right? But obviously, it's from China. And Chinese, they'll defend themselves. They'll defend their own people. It's unfortunate that uh, our presidents uh, are not really our presidents, you know. Uh, they are bought by some, uh, you know, white supremacists somewhere out there. But... Anyways, I've veered off topic way too much. <laughs> so that's what I wanted to talk about today, you know, illegal immigration and all of that. Uh, but we should deal with white supremacy because white supremacy, as I said, is the main reason we are having so many problems in Africa. And unfortunately, many black people cannot comprehend that. They only see what's in front of their eyes, right? They cannot really see... Um, because white supremacy right now is hidden. You cannot really see it. It's covert. Like, that's why it's systematic white supremacy in most cases. You cannot really see. Even the most hardcore white supremacists, they wouldn't say they are white supremacists. You wouldn't even know, know it. But even though on Twitter, you will always encounter them. And the one question that I always ask white supremacists is, why are pe black people violent or poor? Oh, you'll get your answer. They'll probably tell you some, oh eugenics theories and you and you from there you would know that this person is a white supremacist so but unfortunately that's the state we live in and we have to deal with white supremacy first in africa and then we can heal because we cannot deal with illegal immigration while they're busy pillaging and you know looting africa while our brothers and sisters eventually would have to come into south africa to seek refuge and also to find better opportunities it's quite unfortunate. But anyways, that's the episode today. It's just name and podcast. If you want to follow me on all socials, at Twitter, Instagram, whatever, it's at Lula Manderson. Still, my YouTube channel is still on, Lula Manderson. Just give me a subscribe over there and just watch my videos. For now, sharp, sharp.